up, everybody? Good morning, and welcome to the Into the Fryer Ramblings from the Kitchen podcast. This is Matt Hewitt. I wanted to thank you all for listening to what we're doing here and following on the blog and uh, let you know that we'll be back with some interviews just as soon as possible, but this is a one-man show, and uh, sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work out with interviews. Um, but I do have some exciting stuff happening. I have one of my, uh, someone I would consider a f- really good friend of mine, super, super badass chef, uh, going to be coming on in the next few weeks. I think I have a pretty good lineup coming up here shortly. But I wanted to just thank you all for listening and participating and, and being a part of this journey with me. And I wanted to talk a little bit about today's episode. So it is November, and I... It's just me today on the old podcast, and I'm talking about the Movember Foundation and men's mental health, uh, men's men's health, prostate cancer, testicular cancer. Um, you know, I, I, I hopefully that uh, you guys will be interested enough, or it'll be interesting enough to get uh, people starting to talk and spread the word about the Movember Foundation. But I'm a five-year participant. Uh, in growing a funky mustache during the month of November. And um, if I'm on a fundraising campaign, so if you guys want to, if you want to uh, contribute, uh, you can go to, uh, I think it's Movember.com and then type uh, slash Matt Hewitt or Matthew Hewitt, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-H-E-W-I-T-T. Uh, or... You can go to M underscore Hewitt on Instagram or find Into the Friar podcast on Facebook or Twitter, and I have links um, on those pages where you can you can click on the link and donate if you so desire. Uh, I just want to thank you all again for listening and uh, hope that you enjoy this episode of Into the Friar Ramblings from the Kitchen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Into the Fryer podcast, Ramblings from the Kitchen. My name is Matt Hewitt, and I am your host. Well, it is the first weekend in November, and um, to be quite honest with you, the, the uh, I've had a couple of interviews recently that have fallen through the cracks, and uh, I've been, and other than that, I've been enjoying a lot, a lot of writing. So I think I told you on one of the last episodes that in conjunction with the podcast, I started a little blog that is intothefriarpodcast.wordpress.com. Very lengthy, I know. I know. I I may rethink this whole um <laughs> I may rethink this whole uh, naming and branding of the of the podcast and the blog and everything because it's pretty lengthy. In any case, um, so being that it is November, I want to talk about something this week that is pretty near and dear to my heart, and that is the Movember Foundation. I have been participating as a quote-unquote MoBro for this is my fifth year. 
And for those of you that don't know about the Movember Foundation or, you know, I, I know a lot of people that I've talked to have heard of No Shave November and all these things. And, and, and a lot of times when I'm coming across people and I start to talk to them about it, they have no idea or have never heard of the Movember Foundation. They'll be like, oh, well, I just heard about guys not – shaving in November or, you know, this thing about mustaches, I, I just don't get it, which is, is, is cool and sad at the same time. Um, the cool part is that it, it allows a conversation to be started about what, uh, what the Movember Foundation is and why you might see me rocking this freaking gnarly lip sweater during the month of November. But what the Movember Foundation does is it uh, it raises money via donations by people like myself and other people that do. I do a fundraising campaign, and I actually actively solicit donations. Um, but the Movember Foundation, what they do is the money that they raise, they put towards research um, on men's health issues. Now, there are some issues that um, affect a lot of, uh, affect everyone. There are issues that affect everyone. That, um, But the Movember Foundation tends to focus on testicular cancer, prostate cancer. Uh, th those, there are things that, that kind of particularly um, affect men and Obviously, women don't have testicles. And no, I love you, women. You don't have testicles, so you can't get testicular cancer. You can get ovarian cancer or breast cancer. Um, so just in the same, but but the Movember Foundation is geared towards raising awareness on men's health issues. And the, one one of the things that um, that they do focus quite a bit on is mental health. And and I have. Excuse me, coffee. It is a cold, a, a bit of a cold Sunday morning here in in uh, beautiful Utah, and so the coffee is tasting rather delicious. But mental health. Now, a lot of times people, you know, it's a touchy subject. It's a touchy, touchy, touchy subject. I have a couple of very, um, one of my very, very best friends. And let me let me back up a second as I start to kind of go down this road. But I got involved with Movember Foundation, like I said, this is my fifth year, um, because I, I just, I, I, for a long time, I just sat on the sidelines and did nothing with life. I, I mean, to be honest with you, like I just was concerned about myself and not really didn't give a shit about very much else. Um, you know, my family I love and I care for, my, my wife and my, my two children, my immediate family and extended family, I, I love and care about all of them. But for the most part, I was just a selfish person that didn't really – I would talk a good game and I would kind of participate here and there, but, you know, I never really did anything to get involved. I never put myself out there um, – and so, uh, you know, finding out a couple of different things about people that are directly involved in my life, um, 
caused me to start participating in the Movember movement. Um, so I have a couple of people in my direct life. I, one of my very closest dear friends that I've known since I was about nine, since fourth grade. And in fact, um, our birthdays, our birthdays are, um, they're a day apart. So I was born on January 3rd and, and my particular friend, uh, his birthday is January 4th. So, uh, he, he, uh, I have a friend in my life that, that is just gone. He's gone. Uh, I don't know if it's schizophrenia or what, I, I don't know the official diagnosis, but I know that he has some mental, not some, he has very serious mental health issues, um, to put it bluntly. I was visiting, uh, one of the last times I was visiting uh, my hometown in Southern California, I happened to see him walking down the street. And I, I mean, this is something that's been going on for a number of years. So I saw him walking down the street and I literally jumped in front of him and and said, hey, what's up? And I said his name, and I said, hey, it's me, Matt, it's me. It's, and, I, and, and there was nothing, no recognition, no nothing. And, you know, I, he's an adult, um, and I know, you know, I, I've heard it. It's, it's an all-too-familiar story of what I've heard of people, of men that, that suffer from, from mental illness. And one of the things is that they – don't want to take the medications because they don't like how it makes them feel. However, the mental, the, the medications, you know, oftentimes help to balance out what the difference between what's real and what's not. Um, and, and, I, and I'm not a doctor, so I, I don't know the whole deal, but I do know that refusal to, you know, try to treat whatever it is, be it whatever form of treatment that you choose to, to pursue, whether it be um, diet, whether it be meditation, whether it be uh, a combination of, uh, of uh, psychoanalysis and therapy um, and, you know, all of the above, whatever, whatever the case may be, However you choose to treat it, there there has to be some form of treatment that happens or you run the risk of being someone that ends up on the street. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't say uh, – I have to pause because I could say something that's going to insult someone or make offend someone. But, you know, I don't, I don't fucking care. So, you know, like – I'm going to go off on a fucking tangent. So we have a homeless issue, right? In the United States, there are tons and tons of fucking homeless people. And not all of them are drug addicts. A lot of them, you know, a lot of them run runaways and do, you know, there are, uh, uh, if you looked at the statistical breakdown of homelessness in our country, you might find that a, a large number are people that are mentally ill and either won't seek help or have have 
you know, just decided that they can't function in society, so the best bet for them is to go onto the street and what have you, you know, like, and I, I it just, there's a lot of reasons or a lot of things that go on in people's lives that we don't know about that lead them down a road to quote unquote losing it, right? I mean, that's just the stark reality of it. Um, and I, 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 man, I'm like starting to get all worked up and spun around the freaking axle and like choked up at the same time. And, oh, let me take a break. Um, I'll talk about something else for a minute in regards to the Movember Foundation and then try to come back to that to see if I can, I can clearly articulate my thoughts and feelings. So one of the other reasons that I got involved uh, with Movember is that um, I have someone in my life that that's suffering from prostate cancer. I don't know. And I don't know how much suffering there is because it's not really a subject that we talk about. Like we don't talk about it as a family and we don't talk about it as an individual like the I don't think the person I'm sure that that he knows I I know that he has prostate cancer but he would never talk about it with me or anyone else. I and I'm not even sure if he talks about it with his significant other. But that's that's not for me to say, but it was important like when I when I when I found out when I knew what was going on and then I I it took me a while to process and I'm like, well, and and knowing that I mean, yes, while prostate cancer is one of the slowest growing uh, forms, it's still cancer, and still there's a way that we could we could probably cure it if we, you know, did the proper research or brought the proper techniques to market or whatever. And and let me let me say I'm not a huge fan of the pharmaceutical industry. Um, I watched or chemotherapy as as like the only treatment or radiation as the only treatments for cancer um you know i i a couple of years ago i watched my stepdad um he was diagnosed with lung cancer uh when when something happened to him physically and then he went in and got some tests done and found out boom you know stage four lung cancer and i i i watched him go through chemotherapy and it was like watching him I mean literally I felt like that was one of the things that took him down was the fucking chemotherapy because it depleted his system so badly like there was no chance but yet here in the in the United States we are we're just fed fucking spoon fed chemotherapy and radiation and like there's so many other treatments out there you know I have a friend that's a a doctor that's a he's a psychologist and he his, his, he's reached out to me recently being a former chef that one of his theories or philosophies or ideals is that a lot of stuff that men go through or people go through in general can be can be cured with with diet i mean there's a there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds probably into the thousands and hundreds of thousands of studies that have been done of people that have cured themselves or rid themselves of all different forms of cancer by 
doing different things, you know, meditation, uh, changing their diets, uh, you know, exercise programs, combination of different things and anything but chemotherapy and radiation. And, and you, if you want, you can go do the, do the research yourself, but, but you hear, you know, one of the big, um, one of the big ones that I, that sticks out in my mind is a woman. Uh, I believe her name is Louise Hay, H-A-Y, Louise Hay. And you can read about her. I believe she was diagnosed with some fucking gnarly form of cancer. Um, and then meditated and ate and like changed her regimen on how she did things in life and did all these things. And, and I believe she cured herself of cancer. So it, it's not unheard of. But we don't tend to talk about it. And and one of the things that continues to strike a chord with me and, and hurts me, hurts me in my own life, is the fact that men in general, me, I am one, and I am totally 100% guilty of this. I'm afraid. I'm totally fucking afraid. I'm afraid to um it, it, it's, I'm afraid to appear vulnerable. So I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm afraid to appear that I I you know like like I want my my kids and my wife to think that I'm uh, I'm indestructible and uh, you know but we know that's not the fucking case. And I mean, like the statistics are alarming, but we, I, I wrote about this in my blog the, a couple of weeks ago is that we're just men in general. We're so tight lipped with what's going on with us, whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, you know, and like it leads us to, uh, you know, holding all these things in, which which leads to stress and anxiety and all these different things. Of like, like my, fr- I have like a couple of different groups of friends, and there are a handful of them that I would say there are a handful of them that I feel comfortable talking about certain things with. That doesn't mean that we talk about certain, th- you know our health issues like like uh, uh, have you checked your fucking balls lately to see if they're mushy or if they feel a certain way or have they grown or are you know is there a lump on your balls or um yeah with uh, any of those things you know like i make a like <laughs> like i start talking about balls and and i'm i want to laugh but like my friends and i we're not we're not fucking talking about that shit. And I, and I would guarantee, I can't make any guarantees. I would venture a guess that most men uh, amongst their group of friends would rather talk about any fucking subject. Astrophysics, fucking trigonometry, uh, calculus, whatever. I don't give a fuck what it is. Most men would would probably want to talk about that other rather than talk about their health. Or, you know, like I wrote in, in one of my posts recently, like I have thoughts sometimes that I'm like, 
I need to run this by someone because I know what I just processed or what the thought that went through my mind isn't right. You know, like, like uh, I, I, and I will tell you, at the behest of my wife, I recently started going to see a therapist. And it's been, it, it, it's, it's helping me tremendously. Um, because I can, I can talk to someone without being judged and all they're doing is being there to help me work through whatever issues I have. Because I, if I don't work through the issues that I have, like, so I go to meetings, I'm, I'm, I've been 11 years sober, I go to meetings, I get some of what I need from AA, but it wasn't enough. You know, over the course of time, for me, it's not enough. I need, I need something else. Um, I'm not going to take drugs to fix it, uh, whether prescribed or otherwise. I'm not taking that. I'm not going to drink. But, like, I need someone to talk to so that I don't have to walk around with a head full of what the fuck is going on and then drive myself crazy. Like, literally drive myself fucking crazy. Like, like some of the times my head runs so fast, um, it, my, my thoughts and my brain and everything is processing. And my, if you guys ever sat down and talked to me, listen to the podcast. <laughs> like, my head, my, my thought pattern, like, I don't write a script for this thing. I just start talking. That's why it's called ramblings from the kitchen. Like, I just start fucking talking, and then boom, 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 boom. My head goes all over these places, and, and like, that's that's how it is, li- you know, that's living inside my head. Um, and I don't want to, I, I, I want to change that. I want I want to help other guys change that. I just have to pause for a second because... I want to change it in myself. I want to. I want to be the guy. I, I. I want to be a friend to my friends that they feel comfortable talking about what's going on, what's really going on. Not like, hey, how are you? How's the family? Like, hey, man, have you gone to the fucking doctor this year? Have you gotten a physical or done an annual exam? Like, why? Why do we not want to do that? Like, I got into, you know, like. I've fucking been a snorer for years. And when I used to drink, I had a couple of different partners tell me that I stopped breathing several times during the night. Have I done it? I've done one thing to try to fix that. I haven't fixed it. And I, and I, and I had to tell my wife a, a little while ago that I'm scared. But I'm scared. I, I don't want to be told that I have fucking sleep apnea. Yet, I'll go on, you know, go on and go on. and I'm, I'm Because I don't want to be told that I have to use a breathing apparatus to prolong, you know, to help me breathe better at night. I just, man, we, do, we have to break the the cycle or the chain somehow, you know? Like, it's really sad and sick. I don't know what it is that makes us guys, um, that makes us guys act that way. But there are, uh, you know, getting back to subjects somewhat, I guess, um, 
you know, there are people, foundations and groups like Movember that that uh, want us, are trying to help guys like me and my friends and, and men all over the world, like, have the conversation, start, start the uncomfortable conversation, you know. Like the the there are some of the statistics are just freaking staggering on on men's health, you know, like uh, something like two hundred thousand guys a year are um, are diagnosed with uh, about two hundred to thirty to two hundred and fifty thousand guys are diagnosed with prostate cancer every year. And of those, about 30,000 of them die from it. Or guys like eight from uh, testicular cancer is the most common, most common form of cancer between guys the ages of 18 to 34. Yet we're not going to fucking talk about that. You know? Or getting you know getting back to the mental health like like we 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 don't seek help because we think we can handle it and that is what makes it worse because you just push it down and push it down and and suffocate whatever it is the the feelings of anger the feeling of uh guilt and shame the the feeling of not being enough um you know, I I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm probably bumming you guys out because you're wanting to tune in and listen to something that's like funny and light and like a chef story. But um, you know, I, it's November. It's no, it's November, and I, I'm I'm taking part in this. I've I've uh, I've got some some uh, lip lip hair going, and. Uh, I'm trying to trying to help change the face of men's health, man. And and I'm looking, you know, selfishly, I'm looking out for myself because I I don't I want to, you know, I had kids at a young age, at an old age, older for men. Like I I'm 44 and my son's gonna be six in December and then I'm gonna turn 45, and then my daughter's gonna turn three in February. And I want to be able to be around, you know. And to see them have great lives and uh, hopefully, you know, if it's in the cards, then I get to see some grandchildren, you know, who knows, I can't foresee how they're going to live their lives, but I don't know, man, it's uh, it's an interesting time, it's an interesting time for my life, um, just because I'm, you know, sort of mid-life. Uh, right now, and really start to take a take a look at things, um, and I am making some changes slowly. I'm not going to say that I'm not, but a lot of the reasons why we don't talk about things is because we're scared and we're fearful. We don't want to be judged, and we want to be accepted and liked, you know. Sometimes I think, well, if I start talking to my friends about their balls and their, their prostate or if they think that some of the thoughts they have are fucking crazy, they're going to think I'm crazy or they're going to think I'm a wacko. Like, you know, they're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? 
but probably it's not the case. It might not be, even be the case, and it might be what we just need, you know, for my group of friends. I can't, I can't change everybody. I can really only change myself. So, if you're one of my friends and I start talking about your ball sack, don't be offended. Know that I care. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Peace. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.